Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. too far from the truth to say that Porsche have been a part of endurance racing as long as there has been a Porsche motor company in lieu of marketing and uh, promotions where the Porsche brand was started small cleverly engineered cars with slightly smaller engines in odd places there just wasn't the budget for big bucks advertising So Dr. Ferdinand Porsche decided the best way to get his cars in front of people and prove those engineering concepts was to go motor racing. I'm not sure that 55, in 1955 in September, that there wasn't a Porsche on the grid of the very first race at Road America. I'd be surprised if there wasn't. It would have been round about the right sort of time for them to be out there. But since then, Porsche have been a staple of endurance racing and particularly of IMSA racing here in the States. We've got two rounds of the Porsche GT3 Cup USA for you this weekend at Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And they're coming up live, race one now on IMSA TV and on IMSA Radio. Jeremy Shaw will join me, John Heindorf, in our Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre you know, you just love those flat six engines cracking the beautiful countryside near Elkhart Lake. It's time to go racing. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. Could there be a better place to be on a Saturday than amongst the rolling green countryside of Wisconsin, just up the road from Elkhart Lake, where road racing was the order of the day into the early 1950s. The horrendous accident at Watkins Glen in the early 1950s put paid to road racing in the USA but some enterprising burgers of various places around the states decided to replicate public roads in parkland settings and make them closed course road courses that's what happened here at Elkhart Lake and at Road America just over four miles that's changed very little since the first sports car race in September 1955 set amongst beautiful countryside 14 corners that really test the metal of any car team or indeed motor manufacturer and we're ready to get underway for the first of two races this weekend in the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. Hello everybody, I'm John Hindorf and Jeremy Shaw uh, joins me in the booth as we're already rolling uh, on the warm-up lap and we have a very bright yellow Porsche safety car to take the cars around the circuit and it's a decent entry uh, as well uh, we've got over 20 cars on the grid and the flat six engines cracking the stillness 
of this Saturday. Jeremy Shaw, how are they lining up? Let's have a look at the grid. This programme is a production of IMSA and... Well, the cars are on their warm-up lap and sitting in behind the safety car at the moment with the lights still on and just getting a bit of life and heat into their Yokohama tyres. Uh, let's hear from Jeremy Shaw, who has the grid. year of GT3 Cup racing in North America. We've got 21 cars for the belated first round of this year's Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. The season was almost underway at St. Petersburg. What was that? Five months ago now. The cars were all there. The, the meeting was called off at the last moment, but we've got 21 cars. We've got 16 Platinum class entries and five in the Gold Cup. Starting at the back in 21st position is Danny Hardy for TPC Racing in car number 69. In the 10th row of the grid, his teammate in car number 74 is Tom Kerr and Bart Collins for MCR Racing in car number 22. Row 9 is Richard Edge in car number 18 for ACI Motorsports and for Kelly Moss Road and Racing car number 9 is Tom Balamas. Row 8 of the grid is Kurt Hunt in car number 24 making his debut in this championship for ACI Motorsports alongside a veteran Kurt Vesikas in car number 52 for Kelly Moss Road and Race. He is one of the Gold Club class contenders. Also making his debut in a Platinum class car is Charlie Craig in car number 76 for TPC Racing. Alongside him is the second fastest qualifier in the Gold Cup, that's Kurt Swiringen for ACI Motorsports in car number 17. Row 6 of the grid is David Baker, another veteran driver for top racing in the Platinum class car number 56. Alongside the pole sitter in the Gold Cup category, car number 65 for TPC Racing is Efren Cass. Now, ahead of him, the top five rows are all platinum class cars. David Brule Sr. in car number 48 for Kelly Moss Road and Race. Alongside him for TPC Racing, car number 10 is Vernon McClure. Row four is good. Michael Manella for MCR Racing and Michael Leviters in car number 36 for TPC Racing. Row three, Charlie Luck. In car number 45 for Wright Motorsports, Sean McAllister in number 11 for JDX Racing. Two Kelly Moss Road and Race entries on the second row of the grid. Last year's Gold Cup champion Sebastian Carrazzo in car number 27 will start fourth. And the best place of the Masters contenders in qualifying in car number 99 is Alan Metney. On to the front row of the grid for more speed in car number 53 is Riley Dickinson. And on the pole position for the first time, switching across to Kelly Moss Road and Race for this season in number 16 from Canada is Jeff Kingsley. Thank you, Jeremy. Well, the safety car lights are out and the 10 rows, call it 10 and a half rows of Porsche GT3 Cup cars are forming up under the control of Jeff Kingsley for that to Kelly Moss Road and Race, the man from Ajax, Ontario. And once again, with the green and white racing for the children livery on that car. He sits on the right-hand side as they come very slowly. 45 minutes on the clock. Climbing the hill to what we expect to see, a green flag. This is very steady, very steady indeed. And Riley Dickinson not able to jump in that more-speed car yet. And there goes the green flag and there goes the pullman. It's a great start from Kingsley. Green flag is in the air as the Porsches stream across the start line down towards the first corner 
It's as you were with Kingsley leading. Dickinson drops in to second place. Metney in the all-white car then. Sebastian Carrazzo. Metney, by the way, the best of the uh, Masters runners, of which there are legion in this race. Uh, drivers who have slightly more experience of living, let's say. Across the bottom end of the circuit and for the first time heading down what I call the middle straight down towards turn number five behind the pits. Pits at the driver's right and paddock at the moment as they break downhill. Always tricky to spot your breaking point. Just a little intake of breath there as I was waiting to see everybody go through but they have made it through. And Jeremy Shaw, the first thing you've got to say is Jeff Kingsley did a fine job bringing them up the hill at the pace he felt comfortable with. And then that allowed him to control the start. It's quite a long run down to the first corner once the green flag has been shown. And we've got a spinner at turn seven from the midfield. Just happening as the back end of the field was coming through. Can't say whether they jumped or they were pushed. It was the number 52 car that has gone around. What a shame for Kurt Fasikas, for Kelly Moss, Road and Race, that very distinctive blue and yellow front end of the car. So as Kurt gets going again, with no damage at least on the front, just going back to that start, uh, Jeremy, Jeff Kingsley doing absolutely a cracking job. Yeah, the 22-year-old from uh, Toronto, Ontario, making a, a great start there. His first time from the pole position. He's had a couple of second-place finishes before last season. It was his first full-season campaign in the USA Series, raced previously to that in Canada. And one of those second-place finishes came right here at Road Atlanta last season. So he wants to go one step higher on the podium today. That is the goal for Jeff Kingsley. Yeah, and his attitude is go out and race and he enjoys it but it's quite clear that he's a bit of a talent down towards the first corner again so the first lap is completed Kingsley, Dickinson, Metney Carrazzo, McAllister, Charlie Look in sixth position for Wright Motorsport is the second oh and another car going too wide there and finds the gravel bed now I was looking at the timing screen there of course I was Jeremy was that a little bit of an ushering off the number four uh, was uh, involved in that and that is the Manella MCR racing car looks like that might have a puncture on the right hand side and there's damage yeah. to the 10 as well oh dear yeah, me uh, Vernon McClure there so uh, clearly some sort of drama there uh, side by side the contact Vernon McClure looking to the inside there of Michael Manella at turn one that's a, uh, a brave move and it looks like he kind of ran out of road, road there and poor Michael Manella was in the way but it looks like Vernon McClure's car has come off worse clearly quite a bit of damage to the front left corner on that number 10 car Yes, and I just chose that moment to look away, of course, and check. We're going to get a full course caution. Of course, we are. The double yellows are out, and the bright yellow Porsche will emerge from the pit lane. Hello to Dennis and Tony, who are on the starter stand there. He, was coming. he wasn't there, Jeremy, was he? He was not there. That's uh, number 10, Bernard McClure car down the inside. Three quarters of the way up is almost there, but almost there at that point of the track. Such a quick turning to turn one. Almost there's not there enough, is it? No, it's not, unfortunately. Uh, you've, got to be, you've got to be completely alongside at, at the turning point, and clearly Vernon was not, uh, I would say, uh, at, that, uh, at that 
point in time. So you've got to pin that on Vernon McClure. He'll be disappointed with that. Had a good uh, good season last year, did Vernon McClure, just gaining uh, in experience and gaining in pace all the way through last year. But uh, I think he just got a little bit greedy there. Yeah, he was uh, right-hand Yorkshire already in the dirt. He might have thought there was an opening there. And in fairness... The uh, number four, four, Michael Manella, hadn't got down to the apex, but he was getting there. He was sort of on a racing line. And I think Vernon was being somewhat optimistic. Uh, what the responsible adult has termed over the years a low percentage lunge. And both of those cars will take no further part. will be behind the Porsche safety car and that is not the start to the race at the end of the first or the start of the second racing lap that we wanted to see looks like steering and wheel damage on the left front of the number 10 car from Vernon McClure the TPC racing machine looking very smart in its white and red stripes echoing the works colours for the uh, GT Le Mans cars this year well, the good news is the strop, the strap has been attached as the field comes past the scene of the crime. DNF'd last year at Road America, Michael Manella. If you remember and you have a memory, and Jeremy and I, and certainly all of race control, uh, still have slightly uh, s- sleepless nights about uh, the Road America races in the Porsche Cup last year because uh, we had rather too much contact and rather too much damage and Michael Manella was one of the drivers who didn't finish the first race last year didn't get to start the second race slightly less damage on the number four car as uh, Michael's having a look at the front right that's where the damage is being caused. I would suspect, uh, Jeremy, there's a little bit of uh, steering arm damage for that as well. Hopefully, that car will get turned around for Sunday's race. Yeah, it's an amazing story. Is uh, Michael Manella? Uh, he had a horrendous road accident quite a, quite a few years ago now, which uh, which basically took off both of his feet. Uh, and uh, you just saw him there getting out of the car, though. He's he's fine. He, he can walk just fine, and he's just a tremendous character. And that's a very disappointing end to the race for him. Yeah, last year, there were a whole bunch of big crashes, weren't there? And quite a few people didn't get to take part in the second race of the weekend. And thankfully, that, that incident there wasn't nearly as destructive as some of those we saw last season. But certainly, it's had the same effect for Michael Manella and for, uh, for Werner McClure. Jeremy Shaw and John Heindorf, and we're in a full course caution with the safety car out. We've lost two of the 21, and then there were 19. But still, Jeff Kingsley, leading from pole position, got the start absolutely right in the 2 by 2 to the green flag at the start of the race. He'll have to do it again when racing goes back to green. The clock continues to run. We started with 45 minutes uh, on it, already down to... 37 and a half and I think we'll probably get one more lap behind the safety car so that will give everybody just to have a little bit of a think about what they do on the restart a bit of tyre weaving going on trying to clean up the Yorkahamas maybe get a bit more temperature and pressure into them right at the very back TPC's 74 car. That's Tom Kerr from Florida, from Tampa, in fact. 
running under the livery of the Vein and Vascular Institute of Tampa Bay. One of a number of drivers in the championship this year and down through the years. Jeremy, you've had a medical background. Yes, yes, it, 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 it does see it that way, doesn't it? It's quite remarkable, actually. Uh, um, it can be a fairly lucrative profession, and, and the, you know, the, uh, the doctors are looking for some uh, for some fun to have on the side. And this GT3 Cup racing just a tremendous competition and uh, and you know really good to see we've got two newcomers in the series for for this race is uh, kurt hunt making his debut in car number 24 and charlie craig in car number 76 they qualify just outside the top 10 but uh, they'll be looking to get some experience under their belts they're both new to this championship but they've been racing in in the porsche owners club or, or pca porsche club of america for the last several years so they, you know this is this championship the uh, the uh, IMSA Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama is it's it's a non-professional championship, but it is certainly for drivers who have a fair amount of racing experience. You don't want to come into here if you've hardly got any racing under your belt. Five drivers in the field that call Florida their home. Made the trip up to Road America, Wisconsin. This track really does suit the Porsche GT3 Cup cars. Not an easy car to drive. They are bereft of the electronic aids that seems to have been somewhat become somewhat ubiquitous in GT racing. Your GT3s and your GT4s tend to have a little bit of help for the drivers. And although these are called GT3s, but then again in Porsche parlance, uh, there's quite a lot of cars that are called uh, GT3s. The these cars have somewhat fewer helping electronic hands for the drivers. And I've heard it said from uh, quite serious drivers and talented drivers that if you can drive a Porsche GT3 Cup car in either one of the Challenges or the Carrera Cup or indeed the Super Cup that is part of the Formula One weekend, and they're all the same specification, by the way, the cars are in those categories I've just mentioned, then you can pretty much drive any GT car. There's not a lot of assistance. Now, there is the op option in the Masters category here, Jeremy, to have the ABS option ticked on the car and indeed uh, that was I think made mandatory in uh, Masters a few years ago but if you're running the Platinum class there's no ABS and you've got to moderate the brake pressure yourself there's a look at the the Masters uh, champion for the last two years is Alan Metney in car number 99 that's the iFly car and uh, he had a, uh, a breakout weekend here last year. He only started racing back in 2017, Alan Metney, from, from Austin, Texas. But he made rapid progress, did a lot of testing, uh, and uh, last year had a magnificent second-place finish here at Road America, also qualified in third position one year ago. He's mirrored that already for the opening round of this season. But this is a different car he's running right now. He, he went testing at Road Atlanta a couple or three weeks ago, had a big crash and, and badly damaged his regular car. So he's fishing around trying to find a replacement car or do I buy a new car. He ended up uh, renting for, for uh, I gather, an hour or so, one of David Moore's car, one of the Moore Speed Porsches. This is actually the car that Zachary Robichaud used to win a whole string of races a couple of years ago. He loved the car, he bought it, uh, he had a one-hour test, I believe, at uh, Blackhawk Farms, not far from here. 
uh, and bought the car that the Kelly Moss team has been prepping this car for Alan over the last couple of weeks and he's done a magnificent job to qualify this car in the third position here and uh, he's yes he's a Masters contender but he's going for the overall wins this year yeah that possibly Jeremy Shaw's great knowledge possibly allowing for the or explaining the reason that car still in pure white and has not yet got the full eye fly indoor skydiving livery on it 32 and a half minutes still to go after the second lap incident that brought out the full course caution we're getting ready to go back to green and jeff kingsley will lead the field Good run he had through the carousel. Uh, the uh, race leader, Jeff Kingsley, not quite so much, but Dickinson not quite close enough, I don't think, to be able to uh, make a challenge as they head down into Canada Corner. This is the lowest part of the racetrack. A lot of elevation change here at Road America. It's just a great racetrack. It's one that the drivers all love. Great to see some uh, crowd here as well this weekend. The first couple of races since the restarted season have been held behind closed doors for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Guide Championship. Of course, this is the first round of the year for the Porsche contenders and they are loving the atmosphere here at Road America. Yeah, limited crowd at both Daytona on the 4th of July, the Saturday night and then at Sebring a couple of weeks ago and good to see people are making a weekend of this for the IMSA Road Race Showcase of which the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama has two races and forms apart. Under half an hour to go. It's a straight blast. No pit stops. Well, no planned pit stops. If you're in the pit, something's gone a little bit wrong. Battle for fourth position. Carrasso has been caught uh, by the number 11 of Sean McAllister, the JDX racing car. Keep an eye on that red and white and a little bit of yellow on that number 11 car as well that sits in behind the high light yellow car with the orangey red stripe down the middle. They're into turn five now, the downhill left-hander all the way down through the gearbox. Turn from the right-hand side of the road and pick your apex on the red and yellow striped curb. Then up over the brow of the hill, turning in unsighted after the Corvette bridge. The two leaders definitely making a little bit of break now and Kingsley just starting to get a bit of breathing space. About equidistant, first, second and third now. Kingsley, Dickinson and Alan Metney. And then that battle for fourth position. Charlie Look for Wright Motorsport is in sixth position. And that multicoloured car with the white front and the green hindquarters is dragging along Mike Levitas with him in seventh in the number 36 TPC racing car. And they are beginning to close in on that little battle for what is almost third, fourth and fifth. Now, as Alan Metney is beginning to be closed down on by both Carrazzo and McAllister. Good running. GT3 Gold Class. Uh, leading that in 10th position is the number 65 of Efren Castro in the TPC racing car. So keep an eye for the 65. You'll tell it's a gold cup car because of the gold shade band and the gold mirrors. In fact, he's sitting right in behind the number 56. The usual red, white and blue colours of David Baker as they come through to the end of their lap. It's a good run from Efren. He's pulled away from Kurt Swearingen who is in second place and he's got a car between them that being the number 10 uh, of uh, sorry number the 76 uh, of uh, charlie craig in the, another tpc racing car 
Yeah, Brethren Castro, he switched teams over the winter, now running with TPC Racing. Slightly different livery on that car as well, And but uh, Efren is doing a really nice job this weekend. His best uh, finish in the Gold Cup category last year, he made his uh, debut in this championship the beginning of last season. His best finish was a second place in the Gold Cup class, that was at Watkins Glen one year ago, but uh, out here he qualified on the pole position in Gold Cup, did Efren Castro, and he's leading the race at, right now from Palisade. Park in New Jersey. So settling down into the middle portion of the race. Now whilst the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama is a series in itself and there's a pass for position right down the inside. The TPC racing car of Danny Hardy from Vero Beach, Florida. One of those five Florida residents manages to get the advantage on the number 17 of Kurt Swearingham. Now, they're not in the same class, but Kurt will be disappointed in that uh, number 17 with the bright green wheels because he does not want cars, Jeremy Shaw, between himself and his class leader, Efren Castro, that we mentioned in that 65 car, who's now got effectively two tail end uh, two tail end Charlies, or two backstops, if you will, sitting in between himself and the second place car in the Gold Cup. Yeah, that's uh, frustrating for him, certainly, but, uh, you know, he's a long, long way to go still in this race. We've got 25 minutes remaining, so uh, that, uh, unfortunately, that full course caution ate up quite a bit of time, but there's still plenty of time to go. We're see, going to see some plenty of, of exciting racing in the closing stage of this race. Yes, my point that I was going to try and make before that uh, pass that we saw a moment or two from, uh, ago from uh, Danny Hardy, Whilst, of course, this is a championship and a prestigious one in its own right for the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama, as at Canada Corner, uh, we have a quick rotation from the number nine car, and that's Tom uh, Balamis from uh, Kelly Moss Road and Race. Now, is he, oh, has he lost the engine on that, Jeremy? comes through just took a little bit too much speed I think he was already spinning as he turned into the apex in the number nine pretty decent uh, avoidance behind him actually from the two guys oh he's got it going again I'm never going to get this point out so I'll leave that till later Charlie look now in the rainbow 45 with right up his tailpipes pipes Michael Levitas and how many times have we seen these two battling down through the air side by side as they're streak out to the far side of the circuit absolutely identical cars coming down again at the braking area turn five it's all down to the nuts behind the wheel and the 45 just holding sway for a moment charlie look in sixth position and second in the masters class do you think i dare try and make that point right it's a class of the championship on its own but one of the things about this particular type of racing 45 minutes it's quite a long time in a car and for some of these drivers it'll be the longest time they've been in a car and it's basically trying to teach up and coming drivers those that are using this as a stepping stone a little bit about how to manage tires and uh, your car as the fuel burns off and as you're going through a stint and we've seen many people, Jeremy, graduate from the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama into other IMSA categories, having learned a little bit about endurance racing. It's, this is like one stint of an endurance race, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's right. It is. It, it's, it's certainly a great training ground. No question about that. As this battle continues here between Charlie Luck in the uh, the right motorsports entry, the car number 45 with the rainbow colours on the side of that car, and uh, close behind him is Michael Levitt as, Levitt as a veteran in this series. He's one of the team principals at TPC Racing. That's, of course, the team that he drives for. And this is the battle for sixth and seventh places overall. And for second place in the Masters category, it's still Alan Metney who leads that in the third place overall. So, coming down now to just over 20 minutes to go. Still plenty of racing here. And... The option really between team and driver, and you have to work with your team here. The car is quite heavy at the start of the race with enough fuel to get it through 45 to 50 minutes of racing. Remember, the race isn't necessarily over on the spot of 45 minutes. If you've just started another lap, you'll get another one around here, which could be another 2 minutes and 13 seconds. Fastest cars in the categories, well, the leader, it will not surprise you to know, has the fastest lap in platinum. Jeff Kingsley, 2 minutes 13.2. And uh, the number 16 car, whilst in the gold, it is also the leader who has the fastest lap. TPC Racing's Efren Castro, 2.16.995. There are a couple of, uh, quite a little bit more than detailed differences between gold and platinum cars nowadays. The platinum cars with a, a little bit more power and uh, if you look very carefully you'll see they have uh, slightly uh, different headlight arrangements that's because they're a slightly different generation of the 993 cup car uh, a little bit detailed changes inside the car in terms of uh, some of the equipment and the dashboard and still a very impressive race car and I see plenty of the Gen 1 cars still running in endurance racing series that we cover around the world it's a good run from Ephraim and he's again on the tail of David Big. I'd suggest that Ephraim if he could get through might be a little bit quicker uh, uh, inside the top 10 than David at the moment but just can't uh, overcome the extra pace from the Gen 2 car meantime Charlie Luck and Mike Levitt are still going at it for 6th and 7th for Wright Motorsports and TPC Racing uh, two of the, uh, the real uh, the, the real big name teams that are in this championship and a quick look into the paddock Jeremy would see a number of these big teams running several cars and uh, there is some advantage to that because uh, obviously there's a bit of data that can be shared between the drivers yeah very much so uh, and yeah, there's some sort of mega teams here in the past right most of all just running the single entry the, here this weekend but Kelly Moss uh, road and racers they've got half a dozen cars tpc racing has got half a dozen cars uh, and it certainly does help because the drivers can sit down in their debriefs after a session and, and look at each other's uh, track maps and see where they're making up speed there's a number 17 car running that's kurt swearing and running really wide down the exit of turn one uh, it is okay in a race he'll get away with that but uh, he he can't he, he doesn't there are track limits in effect here at Road America, particularly at the exit of the turn where you certainly can carry a lot more speed if you use that extra runoff area there. So it's frowned upon. Uh, in qualifying, the lap would be it would be disallowed. But in racing, as long as he doesn't gain an advantage, he's going to be okay. Clearly, he hasn't on this lap. 
Yeah, and there's, there's clearly a tiny bit of frustration, I think, there with Kurt, with Charlie Craig ahead of him in that red, white and blue Porsche from TPC, running under the Craig Capital Corporation livery. Great looking car, isn't it? It's a fantastic looking car with the stars and stripes on that car, heading down to turn seven just before the, uh, to turn eight, excuse me, just before the carousel. And all of the time that that green, white and black car is sitting in behind it, it's losing ground to the leader in class, Efren Castro, who is now three cars between himself and second place. And Kurt Fasikas, actually, well, I was going to say Kurt Fasikas with an opportunity to close in on Kurt, but uh, on the other Kurt, yes. but uh, I, I've just looked at his last lap time and he was... Uh, Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He's just taken a tiny bit off, off the uh, the number seven yeah. car last time around. You're right, Johnny. He's actually closing in quite quickly now. We saw Kurt Fazekas, of course, spin early on in this race, but he's closing up on this battle now. He's up to the third position in class. He's already overtaken Richard Edge and uh, and Bart Collins, who are dicing away for fourth and fifth in the Gold Cup category. But now Kurt Fazekas is pretty much on to the tail of Kurt Swearingen as they head up the hill. Yeah, Swearingen for ACI now trying to get the overlap coming over the top of the brow pulls out of the slipstream out of the draft maybe a tad early there loses a little bit of ground going down towards turn one and here comes the Kelly Moss Road and race car with that distinctive teal blue and yellow front end through turn one down the hill through the little kink that's turn two which isn't really a corner down to three that's a braking area and Fazekas is there now, and Fazekas eyeing up second place. And only another five seconds further back is the other ACI Motorsports a car in the gold category, the number 18 of Richard Edge, the Atlanta, Georgia resident. Now, five seconds seems like a long time, but if these three, Jeremy, start playing around, that five seconds could disappear very quickly indeed and we might have a three-car battle for the last couple of spots on the Gould podium. Yeah, possibly so. Uh, I think uh, yeah, Kurt Fazekas has uh, pulled away from from Richard Edge and Bart Collins just a little bit, but uh, oh, if these go. three here hold each other up, then it's going to give them an opportunity to get back into the action. Now, both of the Gold Cup cars have managed to find a way uh, past the uh, number 76 there of... Uh, of Charlie Craig. I think Char did, did Charlie. Place. Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Jeremy. Did Charlie lift there and let them go through? I wonder if he did because he seemed to slow coming through Hurry Downs there. Uh, he's dropped off a little bit. I wonder if he was either told on the radio or on a pit board that they, he did have the battle for second in gold behind him. He's not going to improve his position in class, is he? So if that was if that was the case, that was a bit of heads up from he and the team working together. You can't really miss a gear on one of these now, can you? No, it's virtually impossible uh, with the uh, the paddle shifters and, and uh, other driver aids that are on all cars these days, much to my uh, chagrin. I'd like the, the drivers to have a bit more control over what they're doing, not, not always fail-safe things, but certainly for the wallet it makes sense because it makes it a lot more easy, uh, a lot more difficult, I should say, to, to buzz the engine or, and perhaps cause some, some mechanical damage. Right, back at the front of the field, Jeff Kingsley having a beautiful Saturday run here. Not had much to do, really. Couple of starts, the original start, Riley Dickinson right with him. The restart, uh, see above comment. But now he's pulled out to 
almost three seconds of a lead. 2.13.2, still the best lap of the race and still next to the name of Jeff Kingsley and that Calimos Road and Race Car. It's a livery we've become very used to down through the years with the handprints on the side and that white and green livery. Jeff doing a cracking job as we head inside the last quarter of an hour, so the last third of the race. 15 minutes to go at Road America for the opening round of the 2020 IMSA Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. Down through the fastest part of the circuit, Jeff Kingsley leads out then and the flat six wheeling away and rebounding from the concrete walls either side of the run through the King and down to Canada corner. Over three seconds now, the lead to most speed and Riley Dickinson chasing in second position. He's got a couple of seconds on Alan Metney in the number 99, the all-white car. Alan driving the wheels off that car and leading the Masters category with about a four-second gap back to Sebastian Carrazzo for another Kelly Moss road and race. So three of the Kelly Moss cars in the top four. Fifth for Sean McAllister and JDX Racing. And Charlie Luck is second in Masters and sixth overall for the sole right car in the championship this year. Very impressed indeed with the pace at the front of the field, Jeremy, as Dickinson goes round turn number one. He has not been able to live with the leader. And uh, that is saying something because Riley Dickinson can drive just about anything quickly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, little, a little bit surprising, certainly, because I know that Riley is still just 18 years of age. He is Riley Dickinson from New Braunfels in Texas, just outside of San Antonio. He made a tremendous debut in his championship last season. Uh, had a, a, a bunch of really strong races. He scored, finally scored his uh, first win in the final uh, races of the season at Road Atlanta and he came into this this new year then uh, on a roll with a bit of momentum on his side unfortunately he had to wait an awful long time for the first race of this 2020 season but today it seems he doesn't have quite the legs of that number 53 uh, the of the number uh, 16 car of the uh, Kelly Moss Road and Race team that runs out front at the moment and Alan Metney there the teammates of the race leader running very nicely in third position and he's uh, not losing any ground at, at all to Riley Dickinson in second place no he's doing a very very tidy job indeed with just over a dozen minutes still to go that pure white Kelly Ross Kelly Moss Road and Race car almost looks like it's just rolled off the showroom floor looks almost like a straight GT3 if it wasn't for the big high wing and the race numbers you can almost think that he could stick some plates on that and drive it back to his hotel actually no Alan he'd probably do that anyway to be honest but no doing a very very good job indeed and if anything I think he might be just slightly closing in on Riley in second position it just looks like to my eye that that gap is coming down a tiny bit. It's just on two seconds at the moment. And certainly it's not growing, as you said, Jeremy. And it'll be down to who's got any performance in the Yokohama tyres at the end. Yokohama build a specific tyre for this. And ooh, we've had someone who's had an exciting moment just coming through the kink and it's gone off. Oh, hang on a second. Is that Fazekas? I think that might be Kurt Fazekas who's gone sideways. 
out at the kink in the 52 car as we come out yeah. yes it is the dust begins to settle you don't have a small moment there and he, i think he must have been into the wall the right hand side of the car still looks pretty all right but what damage has been done to the left i could just see that distinctive teal blue front end with which gave me half a clue that it was physicus now he would been battling remember uh, Battling his way back up through the field after a spin early on at turn seven. Oh, there's big damage at the front. Right front suspension and steering gone. The Angelina's Pizza livery car, livery on that car. And already we've got the safety vehicle and IMSA, IMSA intervention vehicle there. Oh, he went off very early in the piece. He was ahead of a decent battle yeah lost the back end got onto the grass and lost the back end uh, and that would have been a scary moment jeremy and it was the swing back into the wall as he spun around that took the right front corner off but that would look just to be slightly offline coming through and i think yeah he managed to miss the safer barrier so that was actually quite late on through the corner there yeah that's a a really scary ride he would have taken there i mean that's a this is a total commitment corner as the king in any sort of a car. And but as you were saying a little while ago, John Hindoff, these Porsches are not easy cars to drive at the best of the times. So and when you get them on the dirt oh. at about 150 miles an hour, uh, they become even more difficult to control. Uh, How quick was that yellow flag was waving? Exactly what I was going to say, Jeremy. The car hadn't even hit the wall and the yellow flag was waving and then to stationary very quickly so that anyone coming behind. Excellent work by the flag marshals. Kurt is out of the car sitting on the wall slightly chastened but i don't think anything other than his pride and the porsche is heard bent rear wing right front suspension and steering damage and kurt sort of ruefully flicks open his helmet visor he hasn't taken it off yet he's talking to the emr safety crew and thanks as ever to all of our volunteers whether they're on a flag post part of the safety or rescue crews and well he thinks does he think he can drive it surely not maybe he's just taking it out of gear Kurt has had his share of bad looking incidents down through the years and he's back in the car at the moment maybe to take that car out of gear so they can try and tow it but the right front wheel looks to me at a rather jaunty angle I'll be impressed if they can flat tow that Safety car is out for the second time of asking with eight and a half minutes to go. This could be a dash to the flag, Jeremy. And once again, that lead that Jeff Kingsley had built up back to Riley Dickinson is going to be gone. Alan Metney will be right in the thick of it as well. And Sebastian Carrazzo, well, you can't count him out. We've seen him be, uh, perform some quite bold overtaking manoeuvres in the past as well if we can get this back to green and that will all depend on the state of that number 52 kelly moss road and race car that kurt physicus has uh, modified somewhat on the front that's not how that came out of porsche motorsport at visac uh, it's not is it and uh, that's a great shame for kurt to start off his season this way he's a super experienced contender he's had uh, 54 previous starts in his championship he scored his first gold cup, gold cup class win at Barber Motorsports Park a couple of years ago. 
and he was certainly looking to have a strong season here and started off. He made that mistake on the first his first lap, wasn't it, and, uh, and uh, slipped back down through the field, but was making his way up again, was up into second place in the class. And I think at that stage in the game, uh, he really was pushing unnecessarily hard. He wasn't going to catch, I don't think, Efren Castro quite a long be- way behind the Gold Cup leader in the, going into the final stage of the race. And unfortunately, that, I think Kurt will be ruining the fact that he pushed a little bit too hard in the kink and paid the price. Uh, points at the start of the season. Second place points are better than no points at all. That's obvious, isn't it? But sometimes you've just got to accept that if you've yeah. been on a comeback drive, to get I mean, a decent points haul, you know, you, you take that, regroup, and go at it again tomorrow. That's right. And the good news for, for Kurt, assuming they can get their car fixed for tomorrow, is that uh, th- there's only five cars in the class. And even if you, as, as long as you start the race, you get finishing points. Yes. So he will still get fifth place points. So that's the good news. Um, but the bad news is, it's it's any kind of a deficit is, is not what you want. And, you know, he's thrown away. You get to, you get to, uh, you know, a, a fairly big uh, gap between first and second. It's 35 points for a win, 32 for second, and then two-point differentials behind that. So you know, he's cost himself probably only six championship points here, but uh, you know, to repair one of these cars is, is neither the work of the moment, uh, moment nor is it particularly good on the pocketbook. No, it's not a piggy bank repair, is it? Certainly. Uh, you say si- six points he's cost himself there, Jeremy. We've seen championships in both the platinum and the gold category decided by uh, fewer points than that come the end of the season. Yeah, very much so, certainly. And uh, I think you, we, we knew coming into this year it's going to be a tight battle at the frontier. In the last couple of years, we've seen some kind of runaway leaders in the overall championship. Roman DeAndres uh, swept everything before him uh, last year. And in the Gold Cup class, it was the same last year for Sebastian Carrazzo, who uh, he won uh, all but four of the uh, 16 races last season to win the championship in Gold Cup. He's now stepped up into platinum for this season. Carrazzo running in the fourth position. Now, that's a good first run yes. for him, I think, in that car, that uh, yellow and uh, and orange car. Yep, sitting in fourth place, the bright highlighter car with the uh, orange stripe over the front of it. It's it's not a massive jump, Jeremy. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a familiar... A familiar setting for Sebastian, but he's he's in uh, with he's in the shark pool now at the sharp end of the field. Uh, he's got a little more power to play with, slightly different handling characteristics. Uh, somebody that I trust very much indeed about uh, driving these cars, but I won't say who it is. Uh, told me that in a back-to-back test, the newer version and the older version. Um, it wasn't like chalk and cheese, but it was quite close to that. Uh, a big, big difference, particularly in the driving style, of how you commit to a corner, particularly in the newer version, the platinum uh, version of the car. Four minutes to go. Uh, we'll have to go green very shortly indeed if we're going to get another lap of green flag racing. I think that we would have to go green next time around. And get yeah, a basically, be a struggle, I think. yeah, it, it would basically be uh, not even green white checker. It would be green and white together then checker. It At would best. just be one, yeah, one one lap dash. It's all going to depend how much. The, the only benefit is that with four miles around, if that number 52 car is on the back of the flatbed and moving, and it is. 
it doesn't necessarily have to go all the way back. It can come off at Canada Corner, which is exactly where it is now. And if they can get that car and the flatbed off, hopefully it could go back to green because then that incident will be behind the race when it comes round next time around. Three minutes to go. Safety car seems to be speeding up a little bit. I think we're going to try and get this back to green, Jeremy. I really do. And fair play if that is the case. Yeah, safety car lights are out. Brilliant stuff. Well done yeah, to race gonna, control. Yeah, going to hustle this car around here and, uh, and try and uh, have time for one more uh, lap of green flag racing. I'm sure uh, Jeff Kingsley, as the, as the leader, he'll be happy if time expires before he gets back to the start-finish line. But uh, certainly for Riley Dickinson behind him and Alan Metley behind him, you know, they want this race to, uh, to go green for, for one more lap. Well, once it's been called that there will be one more lap, I presume that even if time expires that we would go back green but that will be down to race control they're definitely giving it their best shot and I really applaud that I do Jeff Kingsley I know would like to have just cruised to victory but it's always nicer isn't it to win with the green flag out yeah they're definitely going to get around here brilliant work by the recovery crew and great forethought by race control that should get round one of the IMSA Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama back to green flag safety car driver having more fun than he's had for a while he's going quicker than I've seen that car move normally sticking to a relatively sensible pace now he's got to get out of the way as the field comes back under the control of Jeff Kingsley for Kelly Moss Road and Race who has not been headed by the by anyone since the drop of the original green flag we're going to have about 60 seconds on the clock when we come back around so that's more than enough now when will Jeff Kingsley put the hammer down he hit the loud pedal coming through the final corner on the last restart he's done it again and Riley Dickinson perhaps was a little too close coming through turn 14 and couldn't follow him all the way through and that's a good jump going on to what is confirmed as the final lap the green flag is out but this will be the final lap down towards turn number one and the pole sitter and the driver who's led, led every lap of this race for Kelly Moss road and race team is Jeff Kingsley down towards the braking area at turn two is there anybody making any moves 45 in the background is Charlie Luck second in Masters and Mike Levitas was looking down the inside so was the 48 car as well of David Brill Sr., another Kelly Moss Road and Race car. No worries about saving the Yokohama rubber now, Jeremy. Get it all out of the fast draw and throw it on the track. Absolutely right. And Alan Mentley kind of looks to the inside there, but it really wasn't close enough to Riley Dickinson to think about making a move for the second place overall. Meanwhile, if a second place in Masters, it's super tight down there in turn five as they head up the hill to turn six. It's still Charlie Luck just ahead of Michael Levitas. Half a lap to go right at the back of the field. The number 18 car of Richard Edge was trying to go and make up a position. I think I think that was not in class, though. I've got a strong suspicion that was the uh, number 76 of Charlie Craig that he was alongside. At the front of the field, Jeff Kingsley, I think, has got enough. I'm prepared to say now that if he can keep that car pointing in the right direction, I think he's got enough. Dickinson's not been able to hold on to him. 
didn't quite get the restart that he wanted. Dickinson pushing hard though, goes all the way out and kicks up the dust from the accident of Kurt Fasikas earlier on uh, in the race. That was at the kink, down to Canada corner. Dickinson super late on the brakes, he is closing in. Has he got anything left? There's only really one more passing place and that's into turn 14. Unless he can get a super run and the leader makes a mistake and Kingsley's been wheel perfect for the last 45 minutes and more. As time elapsed around about a minute and a half ago, so we started with 45 minutes on the clock. We're going to have something close to 47 minutes of action. And the first round of the IMSA Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama does indeed go the way of Jeff Kingsley, who has bossed this one for Kelly Moss Road and Race. Most speeds, Riley Dickinson comes home in second place. Alan Metney is third overall and wins the Masters Class again at Kelly Moss Road and Race. The rest of the top six, Sebastian Carrazzo for Kelly Moss, JDS, JDX's Sean McAllister, and rounding up the top six, Charlie Look for Wright Motorsports. And right at the end, we still had drama as off in the gravel trap, the number nine. And that, again, I'm afraid not the first time we've seen Tom Palamas off. Uh, also, we should congratulate Efren Castro for TPC Racing, 10th overall and winning GT3 Gold Cup ahead of Kurt, Kurt Swerning. And in third place, that will have been the number 22 of Bart Collins, another one of the Florida drivers. Well, you can't argue with the winner, Jeff Kingsley, who led every single lap of the race, had three restarts to negotiates or one start and two restarts Jeremy I think he'll be very happy with that and that'll put him in a good frame of mind for round two on Sunday yeah that was a perfect drive wasn't it from Jeff Kingsley 22 years of age and uh, he, this is his first time really up front he had a couple of second place finishes last season but he's done exactly what he wanted to do today and get that first win under the season and yet another win for uh, Kelly Moss road and race this is this is by far the, the most successful team in the history of this championship. By my reckon, this is the team's 60th win dating back to 2007. Oh, Tom, throw your gloves in frustration, but never throw a helmet. You're going to need that tomorrow, and that's now uh, probably going to need replacing right at the last frustration. But uh, I'm afraid the equipment lying all over the place is not the right way to go Kelly Moss road and race with four uh, three cars in the top four Jeff Kingsley takes the platinum class TPC's racing Efren Castro takes gold a little too much of the safety car I'm afraid we had this at this venue last year but the good news is that the IMSA Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama for 2020 is underway. We have two winners. We have another race tomorrow. Can they hold on and stretch their lead? Or will someone else come through to take the chequered flag? Find out tomorrow on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.